attention. P-H-I-L-L-Y. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Three seconds of mid-court. Jenkins gives it to Jenkins for the championship. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Wins. Good morning, Philadelphia. You know what it is, man. 215 Sports broadcasting live on Mother's Day from the Philly Camp Studios right down here on Independence Mall. WPPM 106.5. Got Dom Lewis with me in studio. And as you know, I'm Ernest Drummond. Uh, we came to drop off some acumen, some, some <laughs> sports acumen to those who need it on this, on this, on this rainy Mother's Day. Uh, first of all, first and foremost, shout out to all the mothers out there. What I mean, without y'all, there would be no us. So you got to give them the, the most respect and reverence. Absolutely, my brother. Um, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Um, thank you. That's all I can say is thank you. Uh, can't thank you enough. So happy Mother's Day, first of all. And second of all, earn. Um, yes. Two words, man. We we live to fight another day. Game seven. Listen, game seven. This this is what this is what these these what these are what dreams are made of. Yeah, absolutely. You know, <laughs> it's just like Listen. Disney World. It's just what dreams are made of. You're absolutely right. This is this is when you know it's time to put the women and children to bed. And go home <laughs> you know what yeah, man? yeah, absolutely. Like no excuses. Absolutely. Like, as as Woody Harrelson. Said in Zombie Land, it's time to nut up or shut up. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, all the talking it has to stop now. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Facts. The day, the time for words has come to an end. You know what I'm saying? Just like the last minutes before the Battle of Winterfeld. Uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's we got a good analogy right there. Except yeah. we got lights. Right. You know, it's not it's not filmed in the dark. <laughs> I don't know why you had to go there, but okay. <laughs> I had to do it, man. You had to do it. Listen, you know. This roll, this series has been a roller coaster ride. It's been a serious ride. Like, you know, last week we came in here and we talked about this, the possibility of the Sixers going up three one. You know what I mean? We talked about the possibility of how they should put their their foot on their neck that day, take control of the series. And then we got to a point in the series where the Sixers were down three two, and it was looking like it was going. It was the situation was looking bleak. It looked like it was going to possibly be over. And then the Sixers come out in Game Six and just and just route. Route the uh the the Raptors, you know two big blocks on um Kawhi Leonard. There's another uh another steal from Kawhi Leonard. Jimmy Butler had a, a monster game that game. Ben Simmons finally showed up that game, uh to the point where people wanted how they people wanted to see him. So that was a it, listen. Game six was a great game, and, and now we're all listen, here to listen. This. Listen, I started off last week's show. You know, uh, trying to make amends for some statements I made. I'm, I'm gonna you do the did. same this week. Okay. Okay. Uh, and, and this is for Jimmy Butler. Jim, Jimmy Butler was on my all-time playoff fold team. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I've always, like I've said it. Like when it comes to playoffs, Jimmy Butler gets shredded. Like that was my mindset, and it's been true to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but he got his big boy pants on right now. Yeah. And, and if you want to call him James, Mama named him James, whatever, <laughs> whatever you want, whatever you feel as though you need to call him. Call him that because he's balling, mm-hmm. and I didn't expect it. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. I expected him to come with the he's never it's never been a lack of effort from Jimmy Butler. Right. It was just a lack of execution and he's right. executing at a high clip at a position. He's he's our point guard now. Right. He's our point right, guard. Right, now. right, right. Um so he's he's playing out of position. He's used to being a closer and he's a he's a starter now. Um and he's getting it done. Yeah. So you got to give big up to, to to Jimmy or James or whatever you want to call him. James this, Butler. I love point. that. I love that. Um, I love that. But yeah, I I just want to I want to just start off the show saying yes, I too can be wrong sometimes. <laughs> you know, I'm not always right. You know, just right a, a, most of the time, not always. But. but that's good. I'm I'm glad that you you know because the first step in order to correct the problem, you have to recognize the now, problem. Now so. now 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 I I say that okay. with the game seven on the line. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy, the old Jimmy Butler can show up. Yeah. Let's hope he doesn't. Let's hope James is still in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, the adult in the room. Absolutely. Um, I'm still looking for. I mean, for me, you know, I've been we've been texting all week, Ern. Yeah. Yes. And I've been I've been on Embiid a lot. Yeah. Like, you, a lot. You've been you savagely. Been going, I go ham on assassination. Embiid. Yeah, I go ham on Embiid <laughs> in our chat, but I, you know. I looked at the last game and he was still he was a plus forty, which is amazing. I've never seen anything like that before, where uh, he only had seventeen points really, but he was a plus forty. It was amazing. Let's, but let's I'm still looking for the monster, mm-hmm. his imprint on the game, where mm-hmm. it's like you know what, we lost tonight because Joel Embiid was so dominant. I mean, I know he had a great game three, and that's cool, but like this is game seven, like you said, this is what dreams are made of, and I'm still looking for that Embiid monster game to the point where it's like. 17-year-old Marcus All can't stop me. Serge Ibaka, he's you know, he's on his last leg. He can't stop me. It don't matter if you put Kawhi Leonard on me, he can't stop me. I'm looking for that Joel Embiid. So so so, so it, we I think we gotta properly characterize this thing, right? Okay. Like, and and you say like you, you don't you, you were bewildered that Joel Embiid was a plus forty. Like his offense has been lacking. Uh-huh. His defensive presence was there every game. Like yeah. you, like even the the games he struggled, where we were pissed that he didn't show up, he still played great defense. Yeah, um, and his, his his being able his his ability to protect the rim, um, is is a big is is this is a focal point of yeah. his defense. That's where it all starts. So that's why he's a plus. It's really not offensively why he's a plus yeah. forty. It's more his 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 ability to impact the ball on the opposite end of the court. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, but yes, he does need to come to play, and I think he will. Yeah. I think I think I think this is a moment tailor made for Joel Embiid. Hmm. Uh, I he, think I think he is he, he is one sometimes, dramatic. So sometimes yeah. so far he's dramatic and he's a showman. Yeah. And if you're a dramatic showman, then game if seven. You're a dramatic is, showman, I like that. Game seven <laughs> is what you should live for. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So right. I think he will come to play. Um I, I, I believe he will come to play. Uh hopefully James is still in the house. James. Hopefully hopefully Ben Simmons puts his big point pants on and and, and doesn't right. fold again. Did you notice how um he didn't have a, a game the uh, shooting sleeve on and the uh, compressors? On well, I, somebody the, uh, shout out to Joe and, and he mentioned it. I Ben Simmons shouldn't be allowed to wear a shooting sleeve. <laughs> yeah, like, I saw Joe talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> it was, that was that you know, that was hilarious, by the way. But you know, I you know I was um I got to shout out because Devon Gibbons mentioned it first. That's how I noticed it, but um. He was talking about, you know, there's no shooting sleeve. There's no compressor shorts to go down to your ankles. And he had on the slightly higher shorts. He just went out there and he just he just played like forget looking, you know, the NBA kind of look that there is today. I'm just going to go out there and play because right now that my team needs me. Mm-hmm. And 
Listen, it wasn't. Ben, but, but if you notice, like to me, like I said, I've always said, and you like Ben Simmons does best when he just gets in where he fits in. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, right. it, it, like you can't make him the focal point. Like you just gotta you gotta he 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 he, he second chance points, mm-hmm. transition points. That's right. where he lives and that's where he's great at. So that's what he should do. Right. But when you try to make him the focal point of the offense, that's where you get the turnovers. But that's I you know, it's also Ern, he was also like aggressive. Like he was finally like Well it's easy I'm going to be to- listen, it, it's it's easier to be aggressive when n- you're not asked to be aggressive. You get what I'm saying? Okay. Like, so it's, it's what do you like, mean by that? Because so like, so if you're a point guard, if you if you they kick the ball in out of bounds, you bring the ball up court. From that point, the second they inbound the ball, the eyes are on you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And Kawhi is on you, mm-hmm. right? First and foremost, mm-hmm. when they inbounds the ball and it inbounds to Jimmy, even if I'm guarding Ben. My eyes are somewhere else. Right. You get what I'm saying? Okay. So then once I do get that ball. So they took the focus off of Ben. It took the focus off of Ben. And then when he got the ball and they transitioning, that's where he made his move. That's where his aggression came from because there was the opening. Right. Like, if I'm picking you up, and it's crazy because I, like, like I said, it is aggression. Like, it is his ability. I mean, he he did go strong to the cup, but it's also, like, it's, it's the ability to just make, most of the openings you get right. instead of trying to force the issue. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Okay. And I, I've always thought, like, I think I've always said they do, they do a disservice to Ben by making him the focal point of offense because right. it, 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 all eyes are on him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Whereas he, uh, like, the transitions and, and the second chance dunks and all the other stuff, that comes from just being out of sight, out of mind. But see how that's just, but that's just his natural like that's more so his natural position, you know what I mean? Right. Like, you it know just, what I mean? It, and, I, and I, I've been fighting you and Rail like about Benson being a point guard, and he here's here's my thought on it. He's like he can play it, but he's best suited as not your point guard. Like he's just him being like a four or a stretch four or whatever you want to call him. That's where he gets in, where he fits in. Like he's best there, and I think when he plays that position, he can actually. Be the the best Ben Simmons that he can be. Like, I agree. You know what I mean? And that's that's the problem. Like, that's been the problem this whole time. I feel like you know what I mean. Like now I'm understanding it. Like as I watch this series, as I watch even last series, like he doesn't need to be that. He doesn't need to be the point guard. Like in Brett forcing him to be a point guard is. I feel like it's a di- like it was said, a, disservice. It's a disservice to him. And and, and he, the, here's the thing. Like I I always, didn't develop him right. That's that, that's well, how I feel about it. Well, he he there's certain things about a point guard that. Ben Simmons naturally is not adept to doing. Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons has a great handle for somebody who's six ten. Right, right. He does not have a great handle. <laughs> right, it's a right. difference. Like you're marvelled that somebody that big can handle the ball the way he does, but it's not act as if his handle is Kyrie Irving's yeah. or Steph Curry's or Chris Paul's. Like it's a total different dichotomy. And I've always said I never understood why they forced it because everything that Ben Simmons does well, his court vision, his ability to take the ball in transition, his ability to create for others, he can do from the four. Yeah, like it was never yeah. like you didn't. He didn't have to be a point guard to right. do the things that he does well. Like, right, you get what I'm saying. But when you made him, when you made him the point guard, yeah, he's. All you did was bring to light the things he doesn't do well. Right. You get what I'm saying? Right. And you made those. The ability, his, 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 his inadeptness is shooting, which I 
it still bewilders me. I don't understand like how you can make it to the NBA and not. He's shoot. made it. I, it's crazy. <laughs> so, but that is brought to light, especially in today's game. Mm-hmm. At the point guard position, yeah, I can't name you can't name a point guard that can't shoot. Yeah, even people say, "Oh, Rondo, Rondo can shoot. Rondo will pull up a, a, a fifteen footer. Yeah, he, he might will. not be a great three point shooter, but he'll shoot." Yeah, you can't name a point guard that won't shoot. That's not his style. You're absolutely right, man. And I feel like the Sixers now. I now I feel like more so they did a disservice to him because they really made him the point guard, and there was like no other option for point guard on the team. And I think you talked about this a couple of weeks ago. But it's just like he can't even play like he can't even play the four if you wanted him to because he has to be the point guard. You right. know what I mean? Like there's no other I mean, thank God for Jimmy Butler knowing like at least adapting to being a point guard on the team right now because there's no other point guard. It's just it's really just it's Ben and it's no one else. I mean you you're not gonna put in uh T J McConnell right, or right. you know what I mean? And, and people like I, people had this note, oh, he's magic. He's magic. He's not magic. He's not magic. Magic was, when magic came into the league, it was a difference in terms of, like, his ability to play the position was was transcendent because nobody had done it before. Now, Ben Simmons has come to the league, and there's several tall point right. guards. Like, this isn't, he's, he might be the tallest amongst them now, but there's, like, you, you've had, you've had your Lamar Odoms, you've had your, 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 your Livingston's, you've had mm-hmm. these tall point guards, so this isn't, this isn't transcendent anymore. But Magic also didn't start out as a point guard. That's what people forget. I think Magic before, started as a four. four. Right? Yeah. He had to learn to play the position. Before uh-huh. they gave him the position, they didn't right. anoint him as the point guard. They put him at the position that he was best suited for and allow him to grow into a different role. Right. And if Ben Simmons wants to grow into a point guard, he needs to learn how to shoot. He needs to learn how to play protect the ball better. And then, yes, future four, three, four years down the line, he might be a tri- your point guard. Uh-huh. But he's, right now, he's not capable of playing the position the way it needs to be played. Unless he's playing against lesser talent, then this, if he's playing against if he's playing against the 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 the, the Detroit's of the world, then yes. But yeah. when you're talking about upper echelon talent, when you're playing against when the rubber meets the road and you're playing against these playoff teams mm-hmm. and they have a Kawhi Leonard or or you go to Milwaukee and they have a Giannis or you go to you go to Golden State and they got four people that can guard a big point guard or you go to right. like it's, it's a difference and that's what it's all about. Like mm-hmm. it, it, listen, for all intents and purposes, a team this talented, the season should be practice. Period. Like, it, 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 like uh, people focus on the wins. Oh, we won fifty two games. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Pop told you that doesn't matter. <laughs> the seat, like we know we're going to the playoffs. Right. Right. So right. that so we use we're using the season to fine tune to fine tune what we got going on. Fine-tune and this machine. is why this I'm to, to, if they lose, I still want Brett Brown going. I'm explaining to you why. Okay. So a lot of people are like, oh, Brett Brown finally learned to make an adjustment, so forth and mm-hmm. so on. It's great that he can make common sense. He's finally learned to make common sense adjustments. Mm-hmm. But the issue is this entire season he hasn't fine-tuned this team, mm-hmm. right? He didn't grow this half-court offense the way it needed to be grown. Mm-hmm. He didn't t- uh, stress ball protection throughout yeah. the season, right? All he has is stress uh, pace, um, running gun. So now – when you go up against a team like Toronto, who's great defensively and can and they adjust, slow the game down. right? Yeah, and, and and you hit and you hit and you hit a little uh, roadblock or uh, adversity, right? And you open up that war chest of things that you can go to. 
all you have in that war chest is shoot threes and transition ball. Mm-hmm. Like other teams, oh, you know what? I see what we got. We're going to go to our pick and roll game. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to go to our motion offense. Oh, we're going to go to this. We don't got nothing in our war chest but run as fast as you can and hope our threes are hitting. And if, we, <laughs> if our threes don't hit, we have no chance. Mm-hmm. If we don't yeah. hit threes, the game's over. Yeah, and you've seen that. In the, and you see that in game five. And you saw it in game game one and game five. Right. You saw where they don't hit threes. and It's no chance. It's yeah, a and it's no it's chance. So, and I'm just – Yo, those games, I swear, I screamed at the screen like, yo, all right, so to start dumping it inside. Dump it inside. Start beating them up on the inside so you can create the outside shot. Start dumping it inside, and then you don't get that, and then you're down by – suddenly you're down by 10. You're mm-hmm. down by 13. Then you're down by 17. You're down by 25. Like, it's just like – Like, Charles, Charles Barkley always said, like, you live by a three, you die by a three. Absolutely. And, and, and you got to understand the premise behind it. Yes, Golden State. Except Golden State. Golden State, to a certain extent – Made this. Uh, I don't think they uh, died uh, by the but, three. <laughs> but they've died by the three before. Like they've lost games because they weren't hitting shots. They haven't lost a series, yeah. but they've lost games because they weren't hitting. Maybe shots. Maybe I can't see it right, right now because they. I know. <laughs> listen, listen, man. You you're talking to the choir right now? I can't see it right now. But there's been games where they where they've been ice cold. Yeah. Where where, where and they lose games uh-huh. because of it. And, but the difference is now, Golden State will say, okay, our threes aren't hitting. Then we got Kevin Durant. Let's go to the inside game. You know what I'm saying? We we, we right. got uh, – Iso game. They, they go to Iso game with Kevin they, Durant. They yeah. have other things in their war chest that they can break open. Yeah. If better shooting teams – my point was, there's better shooting teams than the Sixers that have had terrible games shooting. Yeah. So, for us to think that we we're always going to be able to hit our shots is a fallacy. That's just not something that happens. Yeah. Sometimes we're going to struggle. So to build a, a offense that has nothing else, if you, to build a, a a scheme that that's all you have is, is is a failure in my opinion. So to that's why I don't care. Like if they don't win, I want Brett Brown gone. Yeah. And I, and there's there's been some reports out there saying that if if they lose game seven. Uh, Brett Brown has a slim chance of surviving, you know, as the Sixers head coach. And, you know, I think I think I saw the report, the first report yesterday, and it was just like, you know, I thought it was like, I really thought it was like made up, or I thought it was like, you know, just a, a common thing that fans talked about. I didn't think it was a real thing. You know what I mean? I didn't think it was like a the Sixers brass was going to fire this guy if he didn't win game seven. I didn't, and, and maybe, maybe, maybe it won't happen, but I'm just saying that I think that with that mindset, I know it puts pressure on Brett Brown to perform and win. Mm-hmm. At the same time, though, I think I'm proud of the Sixers because oh, yeah, you they're did. like, yo, we need to win with this team. Like, And there's no excuse why you shouldn't win. So I, I, I'm proud of them for not settling. That's, you know what I mean? That's that's the take home that people need to understand. And I hear it, I hear it all the time. Like when they lost game one or, or, or when they went down, what was it? When they went down 3-1, right? They went down 3-2. Three, 3-2, three, three, I'm sorry. Uh, people was like, oh. Toronto's just a better team. No, they're not. No, Toronto's they, not a better team. They're not. That's one thing I've, they're not I've been stressing that. I've been stressing team. that. I'm that's like, a fallacy. Not a team. That's an excuse. Right. That's a built-in excuse. The second you lose, oh, we just played a better team. We, they had better chemistry. This Sixers team is ten times more talented than Toronto. <laughs> right, Toronto right. has Kawhi Leonard, and that's it. 
Yeah. If you want to be honest. Like, yes, Pascal Siakam is an up-and-coming player, but he ain't the bee's knees. Bruh. He wouldn't I didn't start know his on the Sixers team. I didn't know his name until the series started. I mean, I knew him. He had a great – like, I personally didn't but, know the guy's the, name. But the point is, if he if you take Pascal Siakam and put him on the Sixers, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's coming off the bench. <laughs> right, right, like, right, right, that's right. The only person on this on this Toronto team that could crack this Sixers starting lineup would be Kawhi. Yeah. That's it. Absolutely. So, for people to say, oh, Toronto was just a better team, you're lying to yourself. Mm-hmm. You're lying to yourself because they're not a better team. They're the Sixers not. should win this game because right. they have more weapons – and they are more talented than Toronto, period. Right. And I have a 7-2 big man who's a unicorn. So I, yeah, I just look at it that way. And I know, listen, Kawhi is great. If, not, if this series didn't show me anything else, it showed me how great Kawhi really is. Kawhi is great. Kawhi is great. I like, still, listen, listen, I, as much, we could wax poetically about Kawhi. To me, like, Kawhi is one man, and he ain't Jordan. Like it's right. different. Like right, you 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 shouldn't lose, and or he ain't LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the point I was trying to get to. Like, as great as he is, he's not the he's he, he can't beat you he by himself. He to beat you by yourself. Exactly. Like he's exactly. not that guy. Exactly. So I look at it like, and Aaron, the one thing that we're not really talking about. I think you touched on it, but I want to get on it a little bit further. The one thing that we should be stressing is how the defense of the Sixers turns into, into offense. Like, Jimmy Butler has been talking about that for a minute. Like, mm-hmm. our defense generates our offense. We need to play hard defense in order to get our offense started. Because, you know, like you said, they're good in transition and all that stuff. But when the Sixers play tough-nosed defense, like, there's no one else in Toronto that can hurt you. I look, I've, I've, I've watched their team. I don't even know their starting. I know Marcus Saul's in the starting five. I know Danny Green's in the starting five. They can't hurt you when, when you're playing good defense on them. They really can't hurt you. The only one that can really hurt you if you're playing your best defense who can still hurt you is Kawhi Leonard. So, like you said, he's not one man, and they should be able to stop this team. Listen, the, to, to your point, this Brett Brown's offensive scheme is simple. Space and pace, right? Mm-hmm. That's all they want to do. They want to run transi- run off the transition and mm-hmm. hit threes. You can't, to Timmy Butler's point, there's no way to space and pace off a made basket. If you're inbounding the ball off of other team's made basket, right. you're, you're, you've just lost your ability to transition. Exactly. You like, to, so transition itself is, is that, like, that's, that's like, when you say Jimmy Butler's been saying this, like, that's not a novel idea. It's a fact. Like, it's right. physically transition is deep based on defense. So right. unless you're playing great defense, to have an offense that's strictly built on off of space and pace, you're going to fail. Mm-hmm. So, just, like, it's common sense. Like, no, I so, agree, man. And if and if your team isn't playing defense, then something's wrong. I'm agreeing with you too much today. So, sorry, yeah. man. Listen, <laughs> you, you you be in a, lo- a long line of people who agree with me all the time because I'm always right. See. I don't know why you had to take it this far this all the time. Man. Just take a compliment and move on. That's all you got to do. I don't take compliments well. <laughs> I take them, though. <laughs> I but take them, though. Overall, I, I really do feel like – I feel good about today. I mean, I know we're not giving our predictions yet. Nah, we but, wait to the Yeah, but I feel good about today. I mean, I told you all in the group chat days ago, before game six even happened, I say, for some reason, man, I just feel good. I feel good about game six and – Game seven, I was talking about it, and y'all was like, Aaron, you was like, man, I hope, I think they go out tonight. And he's like, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Listen, all, listen I, all I'm going to do is tell you the truth, my, my personal opinion. Right. But wh- when I when I tell you what I think is going to happen as opposed to what I want to happen, those are two different things. Right. Like you, you, as a fan, if you're a fan, all that goes out the window, and you, yeah. and you, you, you suspend disbelief, right? Mm-hmm. And you just say, you know what? 
I don't care. I don't care what the odds are. I think we can do it. Like that's right. what you. That's the mentality you have to have as a fan. Mm-hmm. But right now, I'm not really. I'm just trying to give you an objective opinion. So, nah. so people, and that's good. You know what I mean, that's good, man. Keep doing that, man. So, we talked a lot about Game Six, man. I mean, shout out to Michael Mack who said it's definitely not positive when you. Purse was good, man. I mean, he's not really my purse, but I've, <laughs> I've already I've adopted him as my purse. So, purse was good. Um. We talked a lot about Game 6. We talked about how well they played Game 6, man. I don't know if you want to move into Game 7 right now or if you want to. So here is other... what you understand about Game 7. You're in Toronto, which is just a tough place to play. That that building is going to be rocking. Mm-hmm. The same way the, the uh, Wells, Fargo Center. Wells Fargo Center was rocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the stadium called? I don't know. Whatever. It's going to be rocking. doesn't matter what it's called. And they're going to come out with with a haymaker. Scotiabank. No, no Scotiabank is um, – Milwaukee. They're going to they, they come out with a haymaker. Mm-hmm. They are. You're going to have the other withstand. Like, they're going to play ball. We have to play ball. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, like, what 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 they, what you learned last week or, or, or game six is that you can win as a team, right? Mm-hmm. Or you can win with a single offensive outburst. You just have – we got to make shots. And they haven't really made shots in Toronto as of yet. They make – no, game five, they make shots. Like, Danny Green was hitting shots and – that first of all, that dude, yo, I heard, I heard Doris Burke say that he's a great defender, and I'm like, well, Danny Green, I, I don't, I don't believe he's a great defender. Nah, he's I an don't. Adequate defender. I, yo, I lost my mind when I heard that. I was like, yo, yeah, what Burke, is he? Doris <laughs> Burke was on, was on the ooh wee. I guess I don't, I don't know, I don't know what she's been watching. All she, all she did was talk about Kawhi Leonard. I like Doris Burke though. Yeah, Doris Burke. But she is talked great. about his hand size. <laughs> The entire game, I was like, Gee. Uh, <laughs> if I if I hear one more hit, Kawhi hand reference, like, <laughs> like, come on, Doris, I'll be the last. My fault. But I, you know, I looked at it. I'm just like, I just those players on that team, they just don't scare me. You know what I mean? Like Siakam is like you said, he's a he's a, a good up and coming player. But I can't I cannot just look in look in the mirror and say, yo, Kawhi. Is going to dominate your team today, and that's going to be the reason. I just I can't do it, man. Like I mean, as great as a player as he is, man, I I just can't. So let, let me ask you this: there, there's some there's some there's a train of thought that you just you live with what Kawhi is going to get, but you don't you don't double. If he beats you by himself, then you you got to take that because you don't want anybody else to get off. Right. I mean, you, you look at Game Five. They that's when they started doubling Kawhi. And Kawhi didn't have a he didn't have a really good game, but everyone else hurt you. Yeah. So I got to go off of what I saw in Game Five, and I got to say no, you don't double Kawhi. Like yeah, you do help defense and stuff like that, but you cannot, I you cannot commit two people to him at once like all the time. Like you gotta, it it just can't you can't do that. Like you man. can't let them just have open shots. Dog, that like, team is Kawhi, just not. They're you, not good enough. You to, put you put you put your best defender. Whether that be Jimmy right. or or Ben on Kawhi, uh-huh. you force him to make tough shots time after time, and everybody else you shut down. Right, I think I, I think that would be the route I would go. Yeah, I wouldn't be so focused on saying we got to put all our eggs in the stop Kawhi basket because the reality is you can try that, but that's not going to really work. Yeah, so I, I, I'm shutting down everybody else and right Kawhi. Show I lock everybody if, else if up. If you want to go for 40, 50. Then I go ahead. Then I walk out, with but my the rest of your team, you're gonna have 40 and 50, and the rest of your team is gonna be combined for 30 points. Fact. So I can I can deal with y'all scoring 80 total points because I know that this team is good enough where they're gonna score more than you. And like so you I said, knew that nobody on that roster scares you. Nobody. nobody. That Earn. That's the thing, man. Like I really looked at the team. Like I looked at the t- I looked at the bench. And I'm just like, 
this team does not like they don't scare me. Like Kawhi is crazy. He scares me, yes, but he scares like he can't be stopped by anybody. I'm I'm convinced more now than ever that no one can stop him. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I really feel like at the end of the day, like this team, this team can, and they really go off of Kawhi. Like mm-hmm. you know, if you double Kawhi, everyone, someone else gets open. They start hitting shots and they get. Into I the would uh, listen. I've been saying I probably wouldn't even guard Kyle Lowry. <laughs> yo, yo, your disrespect for Kyle Lowry is Kyle, so unreal, Kyle, dog. Listen, you know, listen, Kyle Lowry. Listen, do you want to know why I feel good about this game? Go ahead. It's because of Kawhi, Kyle Lowry. <laughs> Kyle, when I said Jimmy yo, Butler was on my old, my playoff old team, is real. Kyle Lowry is the team captain <laughs> of that full team. Kyle Lowry made a living off of full. Listen, DeMar DeRozan is somewhere like, I knew, I told y'all, I told y'all, it wasn't me. (laughs) It wasn't me. (laughs) Y'all got rid of me. Y'all just got rid of him. (laughs) Yo, man. And shout out to Kyle. I know Kyle from Philly. I mean, regular season, he a beast. Playoff comes. Oh, man. Like I'm out there. I mean, I mean, listen. Kyle Lowry had a great game five. They didn't have a great game. This is, this is how bad he's been in the playoffs. Oh, if Kyle Lowry scores 14 points, it's suddenly a great game. That's not a great game. That's okay. Did he not do stuff like besides scoring points? Did he? Kyle Lowry did nothing great that game. He just wasn't terrible. So <laughs> he's been so bad in the playoffs for so many years. If he scores 14 <laughs> points, people are like, oh, he's playing like an all star again. No, that 14 points. That's not what you're talking about. He's average. Like oh, that if that's the best you can do, oh, then God. we in good shape. Oh man. That's hilarious, dude. Oh my God. Man. So I, mean, I I would look for, I'm looking for some prop bets on, on how Kyle Lowry folds yo, today. Your disrespect is real for this guy, man. It's like not, I mean and I and like you said, he does play well in the regular season and you know, he's had some hiccups in the playoffs and all that stuff, but See, that's where I, I, I don't get sucked into that because I'm like, yo, like, I know he probably get tired of hearing about how he caves in the playoffs. He's just going to come out to play hard, man. He like, can play hard all he want. He's going to fold. He's going to fold. Kyle Lowry is probably like, he probably made like, he probably like three for 50 shooting threes yo, in his come playoffs. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. Kyle Lowry stinks in the playoffs. He, he hasn't had a bad, this series hasn't been a bad series for Kyle Lowry. I can say that. Yeah, listen, compared to his last couple series, yes, it hasn't been bad. But it hasn't been great either. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Oh, man. I, I, You know, like I said, game seven, I think we talked about as far as what the game plan should be today. What do you look for from what do you look forward to from an offensive standpoint? Like, what do you want to see today in order for uh, us to get over the hump? I think if if you see Jimmy executing the half court offense, you're in good shape. Okay. I I I think Toronto's defense is going to be ratcheted up, so mm-hmm. I, I don't know that our transition offense is going to be all that great today. Mm-hmm. So we will have to execute in the half court offense, and that's going to be to, is it up to Jimmy Butler to execute that. Yeah. I think. Um, ben Simmons rebounding second chance points. I need those from him. You know, uh, Joel Embiid defense. I need his defensive intensity, uh, and I need if he can give me something on the offense. Like I don't, I don't think you need. I don't think you need forty fifty from Joel Embiid. I think you get twenty twenty five. If I can get twenty five, I'm yeah, cool. You good? I think Tobias Harris is is a he's going to get. They Tobias Harris has been the one that they've kind of uh, rotated off of, right? Mm-hmm. Like when they when they got a 
when they try to push the push the emphasis on getting the ball out of Jimmy hands or or or, or, or trapping and B, they kind of come off Tobias Harris, so he has to hit open shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he's hitting open shots, Jimmy Butler is getting people involved in the half court offense, and Joel Embiid is giving you uh, his defensive mentality, which is which is all worldly at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're in good shape. Okay. No, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I just don't want them to come out and just start jacking up threes like it's no one's business. That's like, it. That's that's what it is. Like they cannot do that. Like that's how you get. Like you say, you live by D and die by three. You get down early when you're not making threes, man. And I, I cannot rely on us, you know, going down because we're not making threes. Like Mike Scott had a great game last game. Like he had a big game coming off the bench, hit some timely threes, all of that stuff. Hit a lot of open shots. Great. You know, James Ennis gives you some intensity on the bench, and that's cool. But like, I I need to I need to see them dominate, like you said, the half court offense, and I particularly want to see them dominate inside, like in the paint. That's what I want to see. Like, listen, listen, and, and I I might have mentioned this in the previous shows, but but JJ Redick is really the stir that stirs the drink. Mm-hmm. When he gets going, everything off of him, and his and and because he scares you shooting wise, no matter right. who you are. So if he's hitting. If he's hitting his shots, right, that opens things up for him. Yeah, because he doesn't need to be set to hit a shot. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, he that opens things up for Embiid. Right. That opens things up for Tobias Harris. Mm-hmm. Uh, that opens the lane up for for Jimmy Butler. Like a lot of things work off of him. Mm-hmm. If he's irrelevant, that's when they could collapse. And you saw him. that in Game Five. Like Game Five, he had like two points. Like, yeah. So, yeah, you're absolutely right, man. I just, he does have to hit shots, and I don't want to panic. If he doesn't hit shots like super early, but I, I do need to see him hit shot. Like I don't need to see him going 0 for eleven. I, I need to see him hit some shots and have some influence and effect on the game. So yeah. you're absolutely right. I I mean I can't I can't agree with you more as yeah. far as your offense is concerned I mean, today. The 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 keys to winning the game today, I should say. Listen, I'm all right a lot of times. What I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> can we talk? Can we talk about? Um, the Warriors Rockets. Yeah, absolutely. You want me to listen? I could wax poetically about <laughs> about my man Steph for, for for the rest of this show if you like. Let me let I me try just to tell the let world, me come man. out and say this. Let me I come out and say this. I to tell the world. I've been telling the world for a long time. Nobody want to listen. Let me come out and say this. Game five happens. Um, Durant suffers suffers a, a calf injury, and people thought at first it was an Achilles injury. They thought he was gone. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay. Like at that at that point the game was like tied or Rockets are up one or something, so you're looking at this game like okay the Rockets really should win this game like they should win this game, they like they lost potentially their best player that's what people say their best player, and the Rockets should actually run away they should start to pull away and they should run away with this game, and leave you know, the Warriors up in arms with a lot of questions. I saw championship basketball from the Warriors in the last two games, like. But the fact that they were able, okay, they won game five, and that's cool. They, they won game five, they were at home, they won game five. That's great. Game six happens. And, all right, they're tied at the half. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth quarter, actually the fourth quarter comes along, and I think they were tied in the fourth quarter. The Rockets went up by seven at one point in the fourth quarter. Steph Curry, he had 23, he had 23 points in the fourth quarter, dude. 23 points. Him and, him and Clay. The way that they actually just took over the game and actually put their imprint on the game and pushed the Rockets away, the Rockets, one, should be ashamed of themselves. Not two, P- 
people should never ever doubt Steph Curry ever Rockets, again. In the Rockets life. absolutely shouldn't be ashamed of themselves. They and, lost to a, a team that's just and three. Hold, let me just say three, three. It don't matter if you sit Kevin Durant for the rest of the playoffs. I think the Rock, the Warriors is going to win the championship again, just from what I saw on Friday. So, so with the Rockets, it's, it's kind of like what I said with the Sixers. I mean, with the Warriors, kind of the the Warriors have been going heavy isolation, right? Isolation mm-hmm. ball, and that's been getting it done. But when adversity hit, when KD went out, they they had that motion offense in their in their war chest. They had a half court sets in their in the war chest. Mm-hmm. Said, okay, this is what we're gonna go to, and in. Adjusting to that is no – that's not an easy thing to do. When, you, when you're playing – when your defense is centered around, oh, okay, we got to figure out how to stop Kevin Durant, and then they just like that switch it up and they go motion offense, and you're like, all right, now I don't know who to stop. You know what I'm saying? I'm chasing everybody around. Like that's a hard thing to adjust to. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So they had the, – the, the Warriors' war chest is full of it. It's full of things, right? They got they got the pick and roll offense if they want if they want to go to that. They they got their motion offense if they want to go to that. They can transition with the best of them because they got four people that can handle the ball mm-hmm. in transition. Like they just have so much to go go to when they need to. So that's what I mean. And and it, it's, listen, let me. I've been telling y'all Steph is the best player in the world for a while, quite a while now. People don't want to listen. Steph Steph Curry's a team like. Uh, Dwayne Wade had a tweet which was pretty much my thoughts on it. Hey, listen, he's a team player, so yes, he defers a lot. You know what I'm saying? But make no mistake, there's a reason he was a two-time back-to-back MVP mm-hmm. unanimously, mm-hmm. right? And the reason is this. He, he can do things that nobody else can do. Other players get hot. Steph Curry gets super saiyan. It's a different. He go full Goku when he gets hot. <laughs> like it is like when Steph Curry gets hot, it's you you listen, nobody snaps like Steph Curry snaps. Mm-hmm. Nobody has ever I mean, Michael Jordan had his has his snap moments that are up that are surpassing Steph Curry's, but outside of that, when Steph Curry snaps, it's like, oh my God, like what are you <laughs> going to do? Like it, you can't stop. Like it's like he goes into a trance right. and, and comes out a different person. Like he 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 Nobody else in the league can do that. Not LeBron. KD's consistent, and he'll have his moments, but nobody snaps like Curry does. And when Curry does, it's so deflating because he will hit shots from anywhere, and you're like, what am I supposed to do? What am I literally – how – like, you, you just – as a defender, you're like, you're defeated. Like, right. I can't – it's nothing like – I play great defense. He puts you in a blender, hit a three that looked like he just flung the ball up there, mm-hmm. like – if you're Chris Paul, if you're P.J. Tucker, you're just looking to the sidelines like, I, I don't know. So, to make no mistake, the Rockets, people say the Rockets should, should like, you, like people. a lot of people have that thought process that the Rockets should be ashamed of themselves. The Rockets lost to a better team. They lost to a better team. Did they? Yes, absolutely they lost to a better team. No, nobody in the world can tell me the Rockets are better than the Warriors. Like, they're not. Golden State has actually been playing down, if you ask me. Okay. Uh, but they lost to a better team, and they lost to the best player in the world. Okay. Steph, Good argument. Stephen Curry. Shout out to Wardell. People need to start giving my man this proper yeah. respect. And listen, people think like, here's here's I keep telling people all the time, oh, KD going to the to the Knicks, it's over for going to say, no, no, it's it not. no, it ain't. That's the, no, it ain't. That's the point I want to make. If KD leaves, Steph Curry that's probably going to win MVP. That's the point I want to make. Because... I still feel the Rockets should be ashamed of it because they had a golden opportunity to, to really at least push to a game seven. Like if nothing else, like this is an elimination game. I'm at home, you know. Harden's going off. 
but he kind of disappeared in the fourth quarter, and that's a problem. Well, that's a problem. That's, that's, no, one's, that's, no one's talking about. Well, it. Well, I no told you, it's the the best the best three point shooters are going to go cold sometimes. And then when all hard, all when, when all you have in your war chest is jacking yeah, up three. But he no, but he gotta he gotta get to the rack. He does. He, gotta he does. He got to go to. He, he, he had three he points in the fourth quarter. That's that you can't. You, you can't. You can't rely on the three all the time. That's but what, you that's can't what like for. earn. That's. Not in an elimination game. I agree, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. You, you know can, what I mean? You can say James Harden folded. But I don't Again! Think, I don't think, that's the prop. Again! Think, I don't think you can say the Rockets should be ashamed of this. I think the Rockets played well. I think the Rockets played the best. Like, I don't think any other team gets to six games on Golden State. Oh, okay. So, so you think you – think, you know. No. <laughs> Listen. Denver, Portland, they out in four. If you ask me, if KD, no, if KD doesn't come back, they might win one. But if KD comes back, both of those teams are out in four. <laughs> Whoever good. they see in the championship, not making it to six. Okay. So, I don't think they should be ashamed of this. I think they just lost to a better team. Now, if you want to say James Harden should be ashamed of himself because maybe he's, that's why he's I'm, MVP that's, caliber Maybe player. that's why I'm both, saying this. That's but. different. I think P.J. Tucker I, played a hell of a series. Yeah, I, think, I think Eric Gordon is probably one of the most underrated players in the league. And I hate that guy. Like, he, 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 he is a beast. And he, he doesn't look – he's shaped like me, and he doesn't look like he should be good. But he's good. Yeah. Chris Paul, when he's not hurt, he's getting up there in age, though. You can start to see some of the tread coming off them tires. But he still yeah, played man. a great series. Yeah. Like, they played a great series. He had a, he had a great fourth quarter from what right. I saw. Like, right. He's you know, a bulldog. I, I look, yeah, he is, man. He's and, not Kyle Lowry. He definitely is a Kyle Lowry. <laughs> the shot, the digs, man. They should take it, that guy. It's hilarious. But anyway, I, I say the Rockets should be ashamed because they, they because of the opportunity they had to. There's, to me, there's no excuse. And, and I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not downplaying the Warriors in any way. But I'm looking for the Rockets to rise to the challenge and actually, nah, we can't go out like that, man. We can't go out like that. And and. Clay and Steph took over that game. Like I, I watched them both like play as the Splash Brothers again, and that's the th- that's the point I want to make. Like, yeah, KD is a great player, and people some people say he's the best in the league. He up there, but it's, it's a debate. Yo, like you can't have a you can't you, have a- you I see I see the difference in the team when he doesn't play. I can see how they they play more free, they move the ball more. And they 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 ramp it up when he's not there, and I get it that they want him there, of course, because he's a great player. But like Steph, he's at his best. You know how we talk about Ben's at his best when he's not playing the point. Mm-hmm. Steph's at his best when Katie's not on the floor. Like yeah, that's that's because he defers. He's, he's he defers. He defers, and they're but also their offense runs a lot different when Katie's not there, yeah, it's, it's like and it best isolation. suits Steph. It yeah. best suits Steph and Clay. Yeah, I agree. So, them losing KD is is really not as bad as people think. And like you say, Earn, I'll be I'll be shocked, man, if they repeat that neck if they if they go to the West Conference Final and they sweep whoever they play. Like that's going to be shocking to me. That's going. Oh, listen, the only the only hope that either of those teams got against Golden State is Damian Lillard. Yeah, Damian. because he he got a little he got a little, little bit a lot of Steph kill- Curry in him. I love what you said about him last week when we did the Game of Thrones analogy. Yeah. You said he was a killer. He's killer. already starting murder. He don't he, all he <laughs> all he want is bodies. He don't, I ain't gonna talk and, and like, but they trust they, they that's like that's like Goku versus Vegeta. 
I'm not sure on the reference. No, I'm not Dragon Ball. My brother is, but I'm I'm not. I'm not the guy. Come on, man. I need you to be on my references. No, I'm sorry. I know I know who the characters are, but I don't know their strengths enough to even talk about them. So you know, I know I just know Goku is like the man. That's what I know. So my brother, my brother's into that stuff though. I'm not sure on it, but you know, nonetheless, I just wanted to make the point that the Rockets, man. I'm not gonna say they folded like a lawn chair. But there's some questions that need to be answered with that oh, they team. Need to, they, they need. And I don't know. I don't know if firing the coaches the right deal. I don't know if they just reached their ceiling. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with that team. I they, don't know. They, I, I don't. I don't. I, I say I don't know, and I'm I'm trying to think, like, what would you add to that team to put them over the hump? But, I, I mean, it's just as long as the Warriors are the Warriors, I don't know if you, yeah. if you can put together. I don't know what you can add unless it's Anthony Davis or something of that ilk. And yeah. even then, I still don't think you beat the Warriors. So it's like, what what can you really add? That's but I, you get know, you over I the look hump? I look at this series and I look at what happened last year, and the Warriors. See, the thing is, the Rockets were in prime position last year because they, for some reason, they knew how to slow the game down with the Warriors. They knew how to play Rockets pace instead of playing Warriors pace last uh, year. The Rockets. I mean, if we if we want to be frank about this, the Rockets took them to seven games because Steph Curry was was banged up. Steph Curry okay. wasn't Steph Curry. So you're gonna you're gonna put it on that, but I can also say Chris Paul. Oh no, no I, I, that's true. And they might have won had Chris Paul not got hurt. But I'm saying if Steph Curry was at full strength, that series wouldn't have been a series, no matter who to play. But he was bang. This is the thing about Steph Curry's. He's slight. He's slight of frame. And when mm-hmm. and in the playoffs, things get a lot more physical, and he gets banged up easily. Yeah. It, it, ha- it happens. Pretty much every playoffs, and he he has to work through those injuries. Like, but when he gets to the point where he's 75 percent healthy and he snaps, is then you in trouble. He had thirty. He had zero points in the first. You half. You hit trouble, bro. Thirty three points in the second half yeah. alone. Twenty three in the fourth quarter. That's that's special. It was yeah. It's ridiculous, man. What you think about what you think about Denver Portland? I really want to see Portland win that series. I think they deserve to win that series. I think I even really though want to I, my and I, Jamal Murray is my guy, and Joker is good, man. That dude Jamal Murray is good. Joker is another one. Joker's like Joker is good. I, man. Listen, I always say it, it bat, Joker is is my uh, he's my Jason Witten of the NBA. <laughs> like I always like, how is Jason Witten open? <laughs> I don't understand how he keeps catching pass. He's not good. He's slow. Like always, that, but that's Joker. Joker is like you look at Joker and you like. This dude, <laughs> he's just a monster. Yeah, he, man. You know what I'm saying? He's, a, he's insane, He's like man. Billy Coyle. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. This dude? Yeah, yeah. It's like no way he's going to beat me. No and way he, he's going to beat me. And he tortures you. It's crazy, you. man. So, I mean, I think the I think Denver has the better team, the deeper team. Mm-hmm. But I, mean, I, I want to see Portland versus. That's what I want to see. I think. The, I, listen, you might get like a hundred sixty versus hundred fifty type game. Right, right, right. Because you got you no got a bunch of all. players just that can go. Just go off. Right, Dame. Right, CJ, Clay. I really want to see. I I would love to see that series. I would. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if, if if Portland wins today, but um, and that's, it's crazy because that's a good one. I, I say this: if if Dame is Dame, Portland wins today. Okay. If they get Dame off his off his off his spot, then then they're in trouble. But um, if 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 Dame is Dame, vintage Dame, mm-hmm. you're not beating Portland. No. Nah, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I don't know. I really don't know what the keys to victory are as far as Portland winning today. Dame hit shots. That's the key. 
if Dame hits shots, like Dame can hit shots, mm-hmm. it's over. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the keys for the keys for Denver would be Joker being Joker. Mm-hmm. That's one. And Jamal Murray has to play great defense. He's actually listen. Jamal Murray's my guy. You like Jamal? I Murray. like Jamal. Murray. Yeah, you like Jamal Murray. Uh, he's my guy. So if he can play some good, if he can man up against Dame and slow him down a little bit, you got You got yourself a. You got yourself a. You might get yourself a W. Okay. But it's a fist fight. That's gonna be a fist fight. I'm, it, I'm looking forward. It's to crazy. That game. It's a good warm. It's a good warm up to our to you know Sixers Raptors yeah. game seven and night. So um, I really really I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to both games today. And, and game you can't forget about Game of Thrones tonight. So oh, I know, right? It'd be exhausted. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like seriously, man. Seriously. Oh, man. Tough day. Tough day. Look, I, I'll say this since we talk well, it's back on Game of Thrones and it's our show that so we do want to do absolutely Game of Thrones is starting to piss me off a little bit. Okay. I, hear I, I feel like the I feel like the writers now that they're so far in front of the books are just doing things that the fans want to see, and it's, it's getting weak to me. Okay, like it's just fan service, like fanfare, like anything that a fan wants to see. Oh, we want to see Arya kill everybody. I, that's why I think Arya in, in ultimately ends up killing James. Cer- I mean Cersei. Yeah, like because the fans want it. Like the and, and it's just like it's like the writing. Is, is slacked. Like, Game of Thrones was epic for making you, building up a character to you like, all right, I love him, I love him, I love him, I love him. Dang, they kill him dead. off. Right? So when they kill, like, Masande, she was, they kind of made her irrelevant. And then she they kill her. And then you're going to tell me that's the thing to push Daenerys over the, over the home? Like, I feel like the Daenerys. It was Daenerys, a combination of man. I feel like Daenerys, if anything, a Jorah dying would have been the thing to move, yeah. push her over the hump. Like but, that's what I'm saying. It was, a, I think it's a combination. Yo, there was a meme out there, by the way. It said, uh, <laughs> um, uh, Daenerys got Sande killed, Jorah killed, uh, the name of the dragon killed, mm-hmm. and the rockets lost. And the rockets lost because of her. Lost of her. Yeah, I see <laughs> but I look at it like I think that Masande getting killed was, I think it was just a. It was a combination of everything happening. So it wasn't just Masonic getting killed. It was mm-hmm. her dragon dying, you know, Jorah dying. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the outright disrespect that she received. Mm-hmm. Like, because yeah. she got disrespected. She I, did get disrespected. Yeah, she just and got Cersei, I would have lit them up. Yeah, yeah. I, but Cersei, she was slacking on her pimping. Like, what? You this close? I right. Got, I, got right. These, I got these ballistic missile missiles. Yeah. I'm going to light y'all up. <laughs> Light y'all so up, I, I look at it like it was just a combination of things. And yeah, I saw her. She got mad, and you know the Mad Queen's gonna be back or whatever. Whatever they say, I, I look at it like this. It though. Huh? I'm looking for. I gotta close out the series. I'm. I, it was dragging me down a little bit. I'm like, it's not what I wanted to see. There's certain. And, and, and you, they build up these prophecies that you want to see fulfilled, and they pro- yeah. and then they kind of throw them out the window. Bran is useless. Like you they could have killed. You hate that. They could have killed Bran in the first five seconds of last week. I'd have been happy. <laughs> Like he's he's useless. Like the you tell me they kept they kept Bran alive so that when John tells the secret, he's like, tell him. That's it. <laughs> and then they didn't even show him telling him. I know. Like, come on, man. That was the thing. That was that was that that kind of sucked. But I mean, overall, I think that tonight will be a good episode. Um, I'm I was telling you know telling my lady like, look, like you know, I know you're gonna watch Game of Thrones at nine. You got that. I'm gonna be invested into the Sixers game first, and then I'm gonna come over and transition into Game of Thrones. So, yeah. um, hopefully, the Sixers get the dub tonight because that'll that'll at least allow me to be able to watch Game of Thrones not pissed off. Not pissed so, off. So, um, yeah, I might not be able to watch Game of Thrones. The Sixers lose. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. Like <laughs> I, I watch just, it tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I mean? Like it's just I'll be because I after game five, man. I'm earn after game five, dude. I was I never thought that I could feel hurt by the Sixers. That's how I felt. Like yeah, you were you were emotionally. Dog, I was crushed. I was like I I cannot believe this team did this tonight. Like I how can I put this? I was disappointed, man. Like not even just like upset, pissed off, man. I was disappointed in the effort that they gave on, on in that game five, and it was only right that they turned it around in that game six. It was only right, like it mm-hmm. was only right that they come out with a head full of steam. Like you know, we're not gonna allow this. We're not gonna go out like this. And that's how I feel about today. Like yo, like I look at it like this, yo. You get me I, to a game seven, you get me like it's just like this. If if I'm down the whole game and I get to and I push the game to overtime, there's no way I'm losing in overtime. I think if I'm down in the series and I get you to game seven, mm-hmm. I ain't losing the game seven. I think if the Sixers hit shots early, they'll be fine. Yeah. If they miss shots early, I think they they lose hard. I think that's that's ultimately how the Sixers have that's been their trend for me. Like if they miss shots early, they kind of get they they kind of get down on themselves and things get awry real fast. Right. Um, but if they make shots early and and they're 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 enjoying the game and they're enjoying their role in the game, then they're good to go. Yeah. No, that's a good point, Aaron. Um, All I do is make good points. Oh my god! Um, oh, you made some bad points in the show, like, <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. Um, I mean, I don't know if you want to give your prediction now or what you want to do. Uh, I we got a few minutes left in the show. We don't have to give our prediction. I, right I'll now. give mine. I, I think this. I think the Sixers lose today. Okay, and and I think the Sixers lose because out of. All so this would be the fourth game in Toronto. They've only hit shots in in that in that building one time, and I think I don't that, even think they hit shots in that game really. Like I mean, they hit some shots, but not really. I, I think they struggle shooting wise in mm-hmm. that building because it's you know, maybe it's a familiarity with the court. Or I've heard somebody say that, that they, it gets so loud in there that the floor, the floor starts to vibrate or something, and maybe yeah. that throws you off. But it, I they they haven't hit shots so uh, and I think that they have to hit shots so if I'm going by what I've seen so far in this series and and to transition that into how I make my prediction that's why I think the Sixers lose because they won't they're not able to make shots the way they made shots at home mm-hmm. and they have to make shots okay. I'm not t- I mean I'm not just talking about like I'm talking about threes, basically, no, because that's you. what they're built on is three mm-hmm. points. So they have to make threes, and if they don't make those threes, I think they lose. I think it's a low-scoring game, first of all. I hope they win, though. I think it's a low. I hope they're not listening to me. I think it's a low-scoring game, and I think it's it's the game, kind of game where, um, I I had a prediction. I don't like the Sixers in low-scoring games. I don't either, but I had to look at this like kind of like how I saw game two. Mm-hmm. And I, I took the y'all. I told you guys the score is going to be eighty nine, eighty four, and I had to stick to that. I got to stick to that, and I don't know why I'm sticking mm-hmm. to it, but I am. But I feel like at the end of the day, like the Sixers probably aren't going to hit as many shots they hit in Game Six. They're not going to play as well as they play at home. They're not going to score one hundred fifteen points this game, and I don't think neither will Toronto. I, I don't think it's going to be a good shooting game for either team. But I really I do see is someone has to has to make a shot when the game's on the line. And usually you would say it's Kawhi. But I look at the Sixers, I'm like, you know what? It's, t- it's time for Joel to really, really put his imprint on the game. Not just defensively, but really, really a star should be born from this. Mm-hmm. And I, that's that's what I see happening in the last two minutes of the game. You got to get this ball d- deep inside Joel. He got to make a he got to make a, 
He's going to make a tough shot. We're going to make a shot or get to the line or something. And they really called fouls in the last two minutes of the game. But he's going to have to do something where he actually gets – he can dominate inside. Like yeah. he's going to have to take Marcus or or, or, or um, Serge Ibaka, whoever it was on him, take them to task, man, and really just dominate and put your imprint on the game. And I'm going to take the Sixers to win the day. I look at it like this, like – the Sixers up 2-1. Then they were down 3-2. Now it's high 3-3. And I look at it like I said. You get me to game seven, I'm not losing the game seven. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It just is what it is. Like, you're just going to have to – the most talented team should win in this game. Uh, that's true. And that's why I'm picking the Sixers to win. In a very low-scoring game, 89-84, mm-hmm. uh, I look at them as the advanced to the East Conference Finals. And I look at the big matchup to come with, you know, Giannis versus JoJo. Mm-hmm. And – we're going to be in for some good conference finals. That's how I look at it. I hope you're right. I mean, I, I, I everything you said, I, I agree with. If Joel it's – it's time for Joel to, to nut up or shut up. You're a superstar. Yeah. It's time yeah. to become one. And that's the thing, Earl, Like you, That's the key. You say that you are – what did he tell us, Earn? I'm the most dominant player in the league. He and, told and us it, that. I didn't I'll say th- that about him. I'll he told me that. When he wants to be. He he, but he got to he got to he has to want to be today. You gotta you gotta amend that statement. <laughs> I'm the most dominant player in the league when I decide to be the most dominant player in the league. He should decide and, today. And he needs to decide today. Decide that today. I agree. I agree. If he doesn't come out with that mentality, then then you're in trouble. But I think he has a mentality where he wants to win. I just think that and don't let him off the hook with shooting threes. Like no, like I don't want to see you at the I'm, line. I'm, I'm okay, I don't no. want to see him out there listen, at all. Listen, today. no, I think that's a part of his game. I'm 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 past the point where I say he doesn't need to shoot threes at all. He can shoot his threes, but you got to bang them up sometimes. Like right. So yes, inside outside, you build you build up that inside. You take him to the school. Then if you get an open shot on the on outside, you take that. It's also make that, like it, they 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 go hand in hand. Yeah, they go hand in hand. But don't live out there. Yeah, it's also a part of his game where he actually does the pump fake out there. Yeah, like, he does don't, the pump don't, fake don't, out there. And, you like you. Like if I'm Toronto, I want him to shoot three. Like mm-hmm. I mean, because you can live with that. You can live with that, but don't don't so don't let him off the hook. That's right. what I'm saying. Don't let him off the hook. Right. No, I I agree, man. And I I just I want him to just recognize who he is. That's how I feel about JoJo right now. Mm-hmm. Like Joe, recognize who you are, dude. Like like remember who you used to talk about? Yo, that's Joe's block, and nobody should be able to live yeah. on that block when he's down low. That's exactly how I should be. <laughs> I mean, like JoJo, jo- 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 should look at this like, like, like it's uh, you you live in North Philly, man. Right. Like it's nighttime. It's a night game. You're not walking down Joe Block, man. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Only bad things can happen to you when you go down Joe Block. <laughs> right. Right. That's right, how right. you gotta look at it. Like, right. And if he if he has that mentality, then the Sixers should be should be because if if he does that, if he dom- when he dominates the inside, that opens things up on the outside for JJ. I've been the, saying the that. so forth and so on. So people start listening, and to that's me. when the shots go in because they're not contested, they're open. Right. You know, and you get you gotta you get, play you inside to open up. Get, open and up I, the perimeter uh, game. To add to that, I think you need. Not a great game, but you're going to need a quasi-big game out of at least one person on the bench, whether it's Ennis, Mike Scott, so forth and so on. Yeah. One of those one of those players is going to give have me Ennis today because Mike Scott had a big game last game. So give me Ennis today. Ennis doesn't have to shoot the three. Ennis can actually get to the free throw line. That's from what I've seen. So if he can get he, he can give me like 12, 13 points today, I'm cool with that. You yeah. know what I mean? But I, and I also think that Ben Simmons can't disappear. Ben Simmons has to – if he can give me 12, 7, and 7, a 15, 7, and 7, 14, mm-hmm. 7, and 7, I can live with that, man. But I can't live with him getting 8, 3, and 5. I can't live with 8, right. 7, and 2. And You know what I mean? Like, 
put your imprint on and, the game. And and the ball has to be protected at all costs. Yes. Yes, and that was the key for him last game. That's why he had such a big game because he had no turnovers. Right. You know what I mean? The ball has to be protected at all costs. You can't be all willy-nilly with the rock. And that's what I hate about Joe because Joe doesn't protect the ball. At all. At all, man. <laughs> so, we got our predictions in, man. Let's just see how it goes, man. I mean, Looking forward to it, man. Yeah. For everybody out there listening, we appreciate your viewership. This is 215 Sports. As always, Sunday mornings from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. WPPM 106.5. Follow us on Twitter at 215 underscores, 215 Sports with an underscore. And on Instagram at 215 underscore sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can check out the Facebook page. You can listen to the podcast on Anchor or Spotify. Uh, until next week, peace. Peace.